everybody, and welcome to another very special episode of Ignite Radio Live. You are with Greg and Stephanie Schleter over the five mighty stations of Annunciation Radio for the Almighty. And we invite you to join us on this great adventure to go more deeply into the heart of Christ at ilovemyfamily.us. What a beautiful proclamation. For as long as we've had this radio program, we're into our over 300th episode every week, inviting families to experience grace outpoured by simply bringing them together for 45 minutes, 30 minutes to talk and pray as a family. We provide a very fun gathering guide, a great video every week from uh, one of our star families that punctuates the gospel and a fun two-minute little story vignette. You can check that out again at ilovemyfamily.us. So, Steph, before we call our amazing guest, just for a folksy conversation, Joe Campo. You guys will love Joe. He's been on our radio program before. He shared his background story. He's a phenomenal person producer of some amazing films. He's an author. And uh, I think going into his 60s, um, you know, life, life, God is leading him in some new directions, and he always has wisdom on worldly things. So we're going to just make it a folksy conversation. Pour yourself a glass of wine if you're allowed to, or beer, coffee, if you're listening to the podcast, depending on the time, and just, you know, enjoy the next hour. Before we do that, though... A couple commercials. Um, First of all, Steph, tell us what's going on next Thursday. So Thursday, March 17th, good old St. Patty's Day, is our next Belief and Beverage Night at... GMC of Perrysburg, Cronin Auto. Um, beginning at 6.30, we invite you to come here, Deacon Ed Maher, who's going to be talking on the private revelation in this Catholic moment. So it's going to be an awesome night. Again, it's St. Patrick's Day, so we invite you to bring a little festivity uh, snack to share and just to kind of gather around and, mm-hmm. and hear. And he's going to open it up for questions and answers and just to be together which is so important, especially in these crazy, crazy times. Absolutely. And where can they register, Steph? At massimpact.us forward slash BNB. Again, massimpact.us forward slash BNB. And we ask that you do register so we can get an idea and that if you register, you are faithful and show up. Mm-hmm. And feel free to bring a snack. We're going to make it a little more festive because it's St. Patty's Day. So bring something to share. You did say that. Okay, it's my COVID fog speaking right now. It's okay. Redundancy can be a good thing. It's a language of love. All right, so we have another wonderful endeavor that we have called Kingdom Builders. And what is that? We've identified, invited, dynamic Catholic leaders committed to professional excellence. And we want to tell the story, their personal story, as well as showcase their business and their work. So you can have confidence in whatever product or service you're looking for. So we are very grateful for the these folks who help make this mission possible, and we encourage you to support them. Uh, I'm going to say you can find them at massimpact.us forward slash kingdom. Every week we feature a new uh, personal story of one of these leaders, but um, you can find their work and their addresses and contact information again at massimpact.us forward slash kingdom. And Steph, let's just read 
through these wonderful Catholic business leaders. And again, we thank them for their support and encourage you to support them. All-in-one payroll, Sherry Glenneman. Archbold Furniture Company, Pat and Patty McNamara. Becoming Gift, Andrew Reinhardt. Carpets by Auto, Otto and D. Wyke. Carruth Studio, Terry Langenderfer. Cronin Auto Family, Rich and Connie Cronin. Interstate Commercial Glass, Walt Erickson. Isabel Financial Services, Dennis Isabel. MFC Products, Paul Miller. Mike McCartney, McCartney Coaching. Resourcement, Jeff Barefoot. Rob Holer, Key Realty, Rob Holer. Quarry Hawk Medical, Bill Notler. Signature Associates, Megan Malszewski. SJS Investment Services, Kevin Kelly. Turning Point Chiropractic, Doctors Jeff and Rachel Elmore. And Westgate Insurance Agency, Stephen Malszewski. And again, we thank them so much for their support and encourage you to support their business. At massimpact.us forward slash kingdom. Finally, which of us don't recognize the need for grace to be outpoured in our children, our grandchildren, and even our godchildren? Well, over the last months, we have been posting every Monday an invitation to share a particular prayer for parents that has been received with with great delight and joy, and uh, many have commented on its power in their homes. Some have printed it off and put it on the refrigerator and that sort of thing. So it was enough of a prompt for us to to produce a very beautiful prayer card. And uh, we invite you to help us in this ministry to get them in your parishes or any place, certainly, but we'll say parishes. So for just $15, we will send you, it'll cover our costs in sending you a 100 of these 3 by 3 beautifully designed daily parent blessing. Join us in partnering with us in this ministry, certainly praying it um, every day, if you can. We do in a particular way on Mondays. But um, join us in saying the prayer, but certainly to share this does our world not need to see and experience the power of grace outpoured and uh, who better to do that through than parents who are um, have God's authority right to uh, forge the cornerstone of civilization you can find that prayer card interface if you'll order it very easy at massimpact.us forward slash prayer card massimpact.us forward slash prayer card. And now with no further ado, let's get to our guest. Let's just give him a call here. Good morning. Good morning, Mr. Campo. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? We are doing fabulous. Hi, Joe. Good to hear your voice. We miss you. Oh, hi. I just got finished praying the rosary. Oh, perfect timing. Absolutely. Joe yeah, is... We have a, we, have a, we have a group of guys I was invited to pray with, uh, you know, somebody from Croatia uh, wow. from Dallas. And, you know, it, it's just, I always wanted to have a men's group, uh, really here in the house, but it turns out I was invited to this men's group where we, where we do this rosary, uh, in, in the morning and it's international. It's really nice. That's amazing. So Joe, I'm going to be a naysayer right out of the gate. So we're just going to have a fun folksy conversation today. I'm grateful for you uh, saying yes, but I'm going to be the naysayer. Come on, you're busy. You've got a lot going on. You're a film producer, photographer. You've got a lot. We're going to talk about maybe uh, of, of new unveiling with a uh, home and that sort of thing. You don't have time to pray the rosary. Why pray the rosary? What a waste of time. Why pray the rosary? We don't do anything until we pray the rosary. With, you know, with all these ambitious ideas and things that we're trying to do for God, um, you know, always start off with prayer. And um, I pray the rosary after Mass every morning. 
uh, with this particular men's group, which I which I like, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I was invited to this group, but you know, without prayer, nothing happens. I mean, Amen. everything that we do, we hope and we pray that it is the will of the Father, the will of God, and that we're doing it for God and not sort of like for ourselves, you know. And um, a lot of people over the years have said, well, Joe, that's amazing, all these things that you've done. But I have to tell you, honestly, you know, everything that we've done has always been a work of God. Mm-hmm. And so that's the, that's where it's really coming from. Anybody can do it. You just got to, like, give up a lot of your own uh you know, your, your, your own way. Just stop and pray, you know. Prayer first. Prayer first. Love it. Love it. Second. If you step back and one were to evaluate the time they spend every day just with these stupid things that we carry around in our pockets, if there was a way to calculate how much time and ask the question, well, what did that do for you? You know, how, how much how much further ahead are you in any endeavor in life as a result of checking that thing? How do you encourage somebody who doesn't have the habit of praying the rosary? You know, I for Christmas, I, I put a little uh, package together for people. And in this package was the scapula, the rosary, holy water, the St. Benedict medal, uh, mm-hmm. a, a beeswax candle in case we experienced three days of darkness. Mm-hmm. But most of the people that I gave this to really didn't understand all of this. And I said, listen, these gifts right here that are in this, they're not from me. They're from heaven. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. I just put them all, just put them all in one place for you, you know, and a little tiny booklet, just a booklet of like five pages that would explain each one uh, of these prayers, each, each one of these devotions, you know? And so, um, if they just read that little tiny booklet and you see the graces that come from all of this and you're open to it, you know, yet your heart has to be open to mm. it, you know, then, then God will take over from there. You will receive the graces. People don't realize mm. the graces that are given to them from heaven on a daily basis. All you have to do is ask, mm. you know, I often think of, Everything of uh, Our Lady of Grace, when we see that beautiful, I'm looking at the statue right now, Our Lady of Grace, and she's holding her hands out, and the rays of light are shooting from it, and the child asks, what are, the, what are those, those lights, those, those rays shooting out from your hands? And Our Lady, always, Our Lady says, those are the graces that no one asks for. Mm. Well, when I read that, I was first online. You know? <laughs> I love like, it. Get out of the way, folks. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's awesome. You want some? Jump in, you know? Like, it's there. It's there for us. Amen. We're and, such a soft culture, right? Such a lack of discipline. and But we're languishing in the midst right. of that, right? It's right. not just that we're soft. It's that we're pining for the very thing right. we don't make the time to receive. Grace is being outpoured. How many of us are battling with anxiety and inner discord, as we've seen in, in record numbers in recorded history coming out of this shadow of COVID and everything? And the answer, you've just came out of the gates in, in giving an answer. Our Lady, uh, Genesis 3.15, crushes the head of the serpent. Certainly the prayer, just our words and and with intent coming before her. But if we're really heartfelt in it, there's a transformative effect in our minds and hearts, a surrender that allows our souls to, to, you know, to not have these white knuckles clinging to this stuff that we think is so important, but really is not. You know, Joy, the thought as I was getting on the phone, you and I, so it's 2022, you and I are coming up on probably knowing each other for 30 years. That's pretty, that's amazing. I mean, you know, now you've already been old. I'm getting... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, I'm getting, you know, you know, first grandchild. I see, I've you're seen. You're a grandpa. You're a grandpa. 
Yes. Thank well, thank you. you. And we can talk about that in a moment. But I want to say, um, so over time is when one really discovers the gift of persevering in prayer over time, making that commitment. And I think it distinguishes fans from followers. It distinguishes those who, who maybe are, are prone to the latest, newest, exciting, great song, great retreat program, you know, great book, and it gets them excited. But really, there's something deeper here that I think older folks like us come to recognize. And that is the, you know, the discipline, the the joy that comes from a disciplined relational prayer life with God. And you brought in the fact that we're grandparents. You know, isn't that the same for parents and grandparents to cultivate that daily encounter with our children, with our grandchildren, so that, you know, even if you're separated from them for a couple weeks or months, depending on where they live. And I saw some beautiful pictures of you with some of your grandchildren over the last few weeks. You know, it, it it's you come right back to those moments of delight and desiring growth. I don't think it just comes natural. I think you need to pray for it, and it's a gift. Mm. It's one of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And we we should be praying to the Holy Spirit on a daily basis. Mm. It's not so tough. Right. It's not so hard. It, 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 it just, you know, once you get going, it's like a car, you know, it's like once you start it, it'll just keep going until it runs out of gas, until we die, you know? Mm. Right. <laughs> and so... We just, we got to start it. We, we're the ones who have to go in and, and turn the ignition key. We have to ask, you know, and, and it's, and, and we need to, you know, we need to ask with a sincere heart. I mean, mm-hmm. God loves a sincere heart and God will not turn down a sincere heart. Mm-hmm. And we're connected in our friendship over these 30 years spiritually. Mm-hmm. This is what I've discovered over the last, I don't know, maybe 10 years, you know that it's the spiritual connection that is much more valuable and much more stronger than the physical one. Mm-hmm. We're not just friends. We're spiritually mm-hmm. connected. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. And, and, and the thing is, is, through prayer, you know, it's very important that we become spiritually connected to each other so that we could help each other persevere, mm-hmm. so that we could help each other. Because, listen, we're living in biblical times. Mm-hmm. I'm sure of it. You yeah. know? Right. Like we're we're you know, we're in the mid I mean, we were also created to be in these times. Yes. What does that say that God is depending upon us for, you know? Mm. <laughs> like it's like you know, listen, at the end of the day, just, you know, uh, one of my prayers is not to take my eyes off the finish line. Mm. No matter how bad things get, no matter how difficult it may seem. Listen, at the end of the day, all I know is this. You know, you got to choose sides. And we're on the side where God doesn't lose battles. Mm. Amen. <laughs> yes. Right. There's no contest. Or argument. Yep. Right, right. right. You know, so it's like, uh, okay, we're on the right That's side. even more key. No matter what, no matter what, what's that? I was going to say, that's very key and uh, very difficult for you to admit as a New Yorkian. You think so? <laughs> it's really simple, you know? It's not even It's not even our battle. The battle is over us. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Amen. I love the simplicity of it, right? We just complicate things so often, you know, even just your answer, like basically you're saying just do it in regards to prayer, right? Just start the day that way. Just do it. It's not complicated. It's not big. And the answer that the Lord already has the victory is it, right? And has called us to engage in that victory for sure. But let's not complicate Mm -hmm. it with all of our stuff and figuring things out. He already figured it out for us. It's very easy to do. It, it's very, very easy to do. I mean, you know, listen, if you don't turn off your television, 
Okay. And if you don't get away from all of the insanity that's going on on a daily basis, mm. on the brainwashing mechanism between the music and, yes. and the, and the uh, you know, and everything on the computers and all that, if you don't turn that off, okay, you're part of it. That's very true. Um, we, we are what we eat, and eating in the biggest sense of consume in our hearts and minds. Folks, you're tuned in to Ignite Radio Live with Greg and Stephanie Schleter, and very blessed to have our brother Joe Campo with us. Woo-hoo. He has an amazing conversion story, life story, and we will share the link to that program where we interviewed him in our show notes. But we just thought we'd give him a call with so much going on. We're coming out of the shadows of COVID. Really, some scary things happening with Russia and Ukraine how it involves the entire world, the economy, energy, independence, all of these different questions. At the very heart of it, though, Joe, who's attuned to those things, is punctuating kind of what we sort of expected. At the very heart, we're not dismissive. In fact, God entered the flesh and blood world, but at the very core of it, do we know whose we are? So, Joe, I do want to ask you some questions about what's going on in your life these days. How is the Holy Spirit leading you in particular? But before we do, and we've talked about this before in past programs, but as uh, the founder of Grassroots Films, some really, truly remarkable uh, indie films that are award-winning and have touched many hearts and minds. We've talked about that in former episodes. You just, you said, really, we're in the midst of kind of, you know, at a critical point in salvation history. We're seeing the drama, you'll see the connection here, of all of salvation history playing out. As one who is plugged into drama, what are your insights, maybe, about how we are leading roles in an ultimate drama that God is sort of the director and producer of? I know you probably think about that, but what, what do you really, in the big swipe of the brush, what do you see playing out right now at this moment in history? Don't hold back. Honestly, it's the separation between the goats and the lambs. Mm-hmm. A lot is happening right now, which will determine, you know, how uh, our future is going to be here in the United States as well as around the world. The whole political scene is is in shambles. Mm-hmm. You know, and so uh, I, I again, you know, uh, you wake up every day and you pray the rosary. And, and with all of this insanity that's going on, the deceit, the lies, the political climate, you know, uh, the, the diseases, covert, you know, all these things that are very, very real are also, you know, being played up uh, to a, to an end that um, in the end we win anyway. You know, they talk about the Great Reset. Yes. The Great Reset. Well, you know, God is doing the great reset. (laughs) Yeah. Amen. Like, wake up, America. You know, do not be afraid. You know, you've heard this before, and it's a little cliche, maybe. But in the Bible, it says 365 times, do not be afraid. Mm. One for every day. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, you know, should we be concerned about all these things? Should we be preparing? Yeah, of course. Of course. But in the end. We win. You've experienced the wealthiest of the wealthy and the poorest of the poor, and you've been in uh, thatched huts, and uh, and you've been in you know just multi million dollar estates, and you made the comment that you've never met somebody in a third world country or in impoverished conditions by our standards who is depressed. Most of us, from a global standard, are are immersed in comfort. And how does that inhibit us from this knowledge of our Savior and Creator, of intimate personal knowledge with God? Well, you know, with all this wealth and all that we have, that's, it all seems very, very nice. But, you know, and it is all very, very nice. Uh, the United States is uh, was the wealthiest country in the history of our of all time, you know, mm-hmm. uh, but you know, you give a man or a woman for that case, 
you know, enough money, enough sex, enough food, enough entertainment, and they'll destroy themselves. Mm. You know, and so like, uh, again, what's the end game here? You know, if we're not dependent upon God, then we're dependent upon each other. It's a big mistake. Mm. We're just men. We're just women. We're made out of clay. We're going to die. So the more wealth that we have, the more distractions we have, the more we are away from God. Mm. And what I have found is that in third world countries, you know, like such beautiful joy in so many people. I mean, you go into a, a hut where a person has barely enough water to drink for their family and they offer it to you mm. with great joy. Mm. Awesome. With great joy. For them, it's Christmas. Mm. You know, it's like, it's nice to have all of these things, but, you know, again, it's easy to take your eye off the finish line when you're so distracted by so much wealth. We need to be distracted uh, and, and brought closer to God through beauty, mm-hmm. you know, through beauty, through kindness, through understanding, through love. You know, these things that I'm saying may sound, again, cliche, you know, or old fashioned. But they're not. Truth. Mm. They're it's truth. our future. Yes. It's it's our future. Mm. It's not our mm. past. It's our future. Amen. God is God is bringing us into uh, a place where eye has not seen, ear has not heard. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. I'm looking forward to it. Yes. Yeah. Somebody asked me the other day. They said, "Joe, you know, you know, you're living right in the middle of New York. I mean, suppose they drop a nuclear bomb on New York." I turned around and said, Brian, I hope it lands on my head. (laughs) (laughs) And we know you mean that. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Joe, you've shared shared in the past, uh, again, for those who will listen to your story, the brokenness, uh, marriage, and also your experience with younger men in the St. Francis house who come from broken homes. In other words, you have an intimate connection to the statement by John Paul II that the future of humanity passes by way of the family. The family is the cornerstone of civilization. Even more, you know, we might look at Antifa and those circumstances of the rioting and violence in the street. What it punctuates is a culture of fatherlessness. Give us insight. Re- refocus how critical right now it is to be a father. Well, you know, young men come to the St. Francis house for a variety of reasons. You know, sometimes it's just economic problems. Sometimes it's drug and alcohol problems. Sometimes it's family problems with both parents. But one thing uh, that they all come with the same, the same issue, the same problem, you know, the same challenge is that every one of them, 100 percent across the board, are fatherless. And so what is this? What happens? You know, what is this creating? Besides, it's creating uh, a society of men who feel unloved. They will do anything for love. Mm. This, this is why. This is this is why. You know. Uh, you know. Gender dysphoria. You know, the whole thing. Is, yeah, the whole thing. I mean, sex is rampant just because they want to feel good for a couple of minutes. You know. Um, so, so you know, this fatherless, spineless, with no courage type of person that comes through the house with absolutely no idea what it means to be a man is really striving for that that natural um love that would come from a father 
Let me ask you this, because I think many in this culture um, have reduced love to what one feels unquestionable, tolerate everything. And and I think it has been a a source of tremendous catastrophe at personal levels, relational levels. So if you don't mind, rearticulate for us just how important it is to be a godly father and how that, of course, means the affection, but also firm guidance. Well, I mean, you know, I've heard this before and it's, and I, I like it very much. And I've been speaking about this to the young men here at the St. Francis House is that, you know, men are supposed to have courage. Men are supposed to be protectors and men are supposed to be dangerous. Mm. But you're but you're supposed to be able to control all of that. That's a real man. Mm, I love that. And without that. Without that, you intuitively, naturally feel inadequate Hmm. because you were created that way. Mm. And, And so once we get away from what is natural, it becomes unnatural and you become comfortable in an uncomfortable situation or a person or whatever. And so I I love to have these conversations at dinner about masculinity. And you would be surprised how you can hear a pin drop Mm. because they are undoubtedly naturally drawn to it. They're naturally drawn to the strength. I mean, we have right now sitting in the living room weights the guys working out it's not supposed to be in the living room it's never been in the living room in all these 30 years but you know one of the guys brought it out and they started doing it and uh and, you know working out with the arms or whatever and i'm like that's right that's right go ahead let's see no you can do one more and you know when guys go to the gym you know you can do 20 reps but if you can't get that 21st rep in that's the one that changes everything mm. right and so that's what the father does mm. to the son. You know, that's what he does. No, let's go one more. Mm. I can't do it. No, one more. You can do one more. I can't do it. You can do one more. And they do it. And you should see the satisfaction on their face. Awesome. It's like, wow, I can actually do something beyond what I thought I could do. But a father brings that out. Mm. The mother doesn't. Right, right. The, the mother doesn't. The mother has a, another complete role that the son also needs. But I won't talk about that because I'm the father. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm yeah. sure to screw it up. You know? <laughs> yeah. So I don't go there. And many yeah. times, you know, like if somebody leaves their socks on the floor or something like that, I will specifically walk up to someone and say, hey, mommy doesn't live here. Pick them up. <laughs> go you. <laughs> You know, yep. or, or a pair of drawers or something, boxes. Daddy doesn't pick up underwear. Pick it up. You want to know something? They can't wait to pick it up because mm-hmm. they're told to do it. And they know it's right. Mm. They know that it's right and they do it. And then the older guys tell the younger guys it's hysterical. They'll say, hey, pick that up. What do you think? Your mother lives here? And I'm like, where have I heard that before? <laughs> That's <know>? good. <laughs> so as the... the so you, pass, you, you want to pass it down, you know? Yes, yes. As the mother in this little group among us here, I just say <laughs> yes. on behalf of all mothers, two mothers, let dads be dads. Step back and... Into your proper room. Amen. 
This is all so good. And um, I do think that there's something to be said about many men who are fathers, maybe even grandfathers, who themselves have never been given witness of what it means to be a godly father. And I will say in particular, the particular attack of the enemy through pornography has not simply been to mess with the glue of the soul meant to adhere to God. That's that's the great tragedy of pornography, that the heart of the sexual mm-hmm. urge mm-hmm. is an urge to a completion that can only be found in God. I'll say it again. The heart of this sexual urge, and every urge, we'll say sexual urge, the heart of that is an urge to a completion that can only be found in God. And only those who are willing to be sane to ask the question, hey, why am I not satisfied for this time, this time, this time, this time, this time? Why does it keep you know leading me to greater depths of dissatisfaction and some in despair? You know, it's because these the, it's it's a, um, an appetite that was meant for God himself. So I'm making the point that certainly that is a profound area of disconnect that's going to affect every area of relationship. But I think in a particular way, it impacts, diminishes the will. And they need to literally rediscover that they are capable of making godly virtuous decisions and following through with them and to get them on that path where it's not a habit that's negative but a habit that's positive that we call virtue you know the whole subject on pornography is a difficult one because what the devil does is he uses one of the most beautiful gifts god has given us to pervert it and and so it's it's really obviously we know it's an attack of the evil one and in these times um you know more people go to hell due to mm-hmm. sins of the flesh than any other sin right out of fatima and yeah and, and and through social media and all these things but let's just talk about the human person first first of all men are hunters right men are hunters mm-hmm. and when they go on looking for this pornography online they're hunting Mm. and again that's something that's deep but great insight it's another facet that yeah an insight that people don't realize men are going to do this and if you put it in front of them they're going to do it even more you know again it's a natural attack Mm -hmm. it's an attack on on something what's natural let me rephrase that and so and so we have to also keep that in mind you know men are always looking they're always it's, it's a natural natural uh, gift that God has given us to find our mate, you know, and so uh, we're living in a in the land of pleasure, you know, and 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 these poor young men who get involved in this at an early age, it's no different than any other drug. It's just no different. I treat it that way. It's no different. Once mm-hmm. the endorphins mm-hmm. go off in the brain, sometimes the wires get crossed. It's no different than becoming a drug addict or someone who is addicted. To uh, you know, alcohol or, or something else. It's no different. It's it's very tedious. Mm-hmm. It's a long process, but it could be done. Amen. Through the grace, yeah, yes. Through the grace of God, all is not lost. You know, right, right. The joy and the delight of being set free, making concrete decisions, small steps in the heart realm, in the mind realm, you know, practicing it and really that aptitude, filling it with the right stuff, right? That instead of the junk food, you're still going to be hungry. Turn As you said, as you began tonight, you know. Only our, a God can feel that. You specifically said pray the rosary, but also pray to the Holy Spirit. That's the satisfaction that is unsurpassed. No question about it. I think it's the only way. I think that is the key right there. There is no other way. Mm. You know, It's through the grace of God. 
But you've got to understand also that, you know, men are weak. Mm. Men are weak. And, and, um, and so are women, you know, mm-hmm. when, when we're talking yep. about this. And this is why the devil, this is why the devil is using this particular tactic. You know, I was just speaking to this about a young man the other day. And when I had said to him, I said, uh, you know, you forgot this, you forgot this, you forgot that. Everything that you're doing, I said, it's, it's not what a person your age does. You know, that's not how, that's not how people think. Your mind is being clouded. Mm-hmm. You're not paying attention to what it is to be a young man. Tell me something and tell me the truth. I said, yeah. are you looking at pornography every day? Hmm. And he looked at me and didn't answer me. Hmm. And I said, that's your answer. Hmm. Yes, because you're afraid to say it. Why are you afraid to say it? Because you know that it's wrong and you know that it's bad and you're doing it. But think about this. Let me tell you how it's ruining your life. Hmm. You can't think. You can't think. I mean, it's very natural for a young man at your age to think about sex every five minutes. Let's not run away from that. Mm-hmm. Okay. But it's what you do with it. And, 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 and what is your approach to that? Are you falling into sin every day? Mm. Because if you are, you will not do so well in school. It's no different than drinking every day. It takes you away from the reality of the person who you are and you're becoming someone else and you can't control it. This will destroy you eventually. And, you know, we had a great conversation after that. He That's actually amazing. admitted to everything. Beautiful. Yeah, well, he actually admitted great. to it. That's amazing. Yeah. The power and truth. Yeah. And I said, yeah, you just made the first step. You admitted to it. I said, now, listen, you, you know, something may happen again and it may not. But if it does happen again, we need to discuss it again, because every time that we do, you diminish its power. Mm. Just like having a sponsor for AA or right. one of the drug programs right? kind of thing. But this is something that needs to be addressed all the time because they're living with it. Listen, I just saw something on, it was either Facebook or TikTok, one of those, I'm not exactly sure, where a mother caught a young boy who looked like he was about 10 years old in his room and she goes what are you looking at what are you looking at obviously it was pornography and he and he said it was one of, it was a game a game he was playing and a father standing right there mm-hmm. but everybody knew what was going on i looked i looked at all the comments the father never said a word i wanted to smack him in the head mm. <laughs> the Twice. Mm. It, 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 yeah it's 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 a conversation that the father should have been having with yes. the son and maybe the mother later on yes okay but the father should have stepped in he was spineless or he's mm. looking at pornography himself, and he doesn't know how to answer the question. Yeah. But here's the scary part. I read the comments. Ladies and gentlemen, we are living in Sodom and Gomorrah. There's no question about it. Mm. Every person that responded to that said, leave the boy alone. Wow. I wish I had that when I was young. Uh, wow. I'm telling you, out of, all, out of 100 comments, 99 of them were in that direction, uh. and only one person said, I feel sorry for this generation. Oh. Now, I didn't comment on it. I don't become a public figure on any of this kind of stuff. Sure. Um, you know, we have to deal with it on a daily basis right here in the home, you know. Mm-hmm. And so it's not the kind of thing I, I want to speak about publicly or mm-hmm. what have you. Right, but right. this was the responses. I could not believe it. But, of course, I could believe it. Why am I surprised? I'm surprised because I'm reading it for the first time. But I already know mm-hmm. what's happening. Mm-hmm. But I think God put that right in front of me. This Amen. Morning. Right in front wow. of Wow. What's as tragic, tragic as that tragic. is that that boy is going to 
his his impression of who God the Father is is going to be perverted, twisted, distorted as a result of his father's you know spinelessness absence and 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 that's going to color the way that he is going to become a a man emasculated i might say you know i want to identify and then i want to shift to uh we we could talk forever but i do think this topic is consequential and i do think the question that many right rightfully might ask is oh goodness you know maybe men thinking for themselves or their child or whatever you know what steps do I take? And you, you, a lot of it is being punctuated right here. Number one, they had a godly mentor in you. They found somebody who they could trust, who uh, was whose ship has been oriented, not proclaiming you as saint yet, but has the right pursuit of God, who's going to hold them accountable, um, who is going to you know challenge them, encourage them to the greatest version of themselves. You know, might we also add, you know, get to confession. You know, get to confession and receive the supernatural grace and the power to awaken us um, all the more to our nature in Christ. Yeah, well, I mean, I think the, the key thing that, that you said there is get them to confession. I always do. And if I know what their sins are and they tell me them sometimes, most of the time, I'll tell them, make sure you tell, tell the priest about this. Mm. Because it will strengthen you on the way out and you will feel better. You know, they kind of go in with their shoulders kind of down, with their mm-hmm. eyebrows kind of squinted. Then they come out smiling. Mm-hmm. So awesome. the, gra- the grace was there. God is good. You know? Yeah. Yeah, the grace is there. You know, you're in the, in the confessional. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, you're in the, if you're in a barber shop long enough, you're going to get your hair cut and structure our world all the more. Now, we need to build up the muscles, right, to resist it because we aren't always going to be in those places. But, you know, with something as as powerful as pornography and God's design of the human person, we need to, you know, determine the landscape for success. And I might say accountability software. Like, we use Disney Circle, where uh, within our home, anybody who accesses our internet, Covenant Eyes, certainly, I think Disney Circle is even better, though, because you have total control. It's worth the 70 bucks a year, folks. Those of you, I don't want to spend that money well you know it's either that or uh allowing your child to play with eternal fire literally this is an eternal sin don't don't mess with it and then bark is a app that is installed on phones and devices that allows that kind of oversight also and again i just want to speak to parents who share with us that desire that yes that they form solid virtuous uh decisions in their lives and character but you know you don't just take a child in second grade who's just learning about the basics of 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 physical science and and put him in in a surgery room in an operating table with a scalpel in his hand you know there are steps here there are steps of fostering cultivating this so i just want to say that to anybody out there and i'd like to just add you know what we spoke spoke about earlier uh, you had mentioned perseverance Mm. you know because i had one young guy would say to me well i went to confession last week Uh, i don't think Mm. i i really you know should go again you know Mm. and i just looked at him and i sat him down i said god's grace is much more powerful than your sins. Mm-hmm. Amen. Is much more stronger than your sins. I said, no, if you have to go every day, I want you to go every day. Mm-hmm. He just looked at me and said, really? I said, really? Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Well, how about every other day? <laughs> Until we accomplish something, right? right. Yes. Well, how right. about every other, other day? It doesn't matter. It's not the time involved. Don't even think that way. It's the sin. Mm-hmm. And you have to dump it because you know what's wrong. You know, you must persevere. And if we have to go all the time, you go all the time. That's it until something happens. Do not give up. The devil wants to discourage you from going to confession. I can hear it in your voice. Yeah. Don't fall for it. It's a trick. 
what a gift you are. Yes. And, and fathers, yes. you know, you're, you're hearing our brother here, Joe. These are not biological sons. He has biological sons and grandchildren. And he loves them and blesses them in the same way. And I'm sure you would admit, Joe, in some ways it's probably much more difficult to be that kind of fatherly presence to your own biological children and grandchildren than it is to men in this house. But just as we're listening, men, be men. And and don't shrink from it because you struggle with it yourself. Don't shrink from the truth. You know, if that was the standard, only speak and attend to that which we've conquered, you know, this, this world would be a, an absolute disaster. We'd never speak truth. We'd never go to church. God understands that. He wants us to be in the ring together saying yes to him, not to presume to erase the standard because we fall short from it. In fact, you know, I'm sure you're bringing to these young men an awareness at some point throughout your life, been there, done that, get it. On the journey myself. No, of course it is. Yeah, no, no question about it. We've all struggled with everything that we're talking about in life, everything. But one of the key things that you have to remember from the very beginning is no lying. Mm. It's a simple one, right? It sounds so simple and mm. we forget about it. I love that. No, 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 no. This is all about lying. Mm. And you really break it down. Did you or did you not commit the sin? Listen, you don't have to answer to me. At the end of the day, you have to answer to Almighty God. Amen. Did you lie? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it, it, it begins with a lie, you know, but it, but it ends, it doesn't end with a lie. Right. It ends tragically, yeah. you know, unless yeah. you go to confession and tell the truth. Amen. Folks, you're tuned into Ignite Radio Live with Greg and Stephanie Schleter in the second week of Lent. And we're just getting very consequential, honest, brotherly, as Joe and I often do on the phone, talking about real things, real battles, the opportunities God has blessed us for the purpose of being blessers. Um, do check out his amazing films, Grassroots Films. Joe is the founder, and they are all very deeply touching, very moving. Joe, I want to shift a little bit as much as you're willing to say for the benefit of those who are perhaps in their 50s, 60s, I believe in your 60s, and asking, you know, hey, is my life behind me? Am I done? You know, does God have a final act for me in my life using the sort of uh, dramatic metaphor? And you and I have spoken and really kind of answered that question. The most consequential moment is right now, and all that has been has prepared you for this moment. How has God been leading you in this stage of your life, in this episode of your life? I've been, I've been talking to people close to my age, you know, and they're saying things to me like, uh, you know, I'm just so tired. And uh, I couldn't find my keys the other day. They happened to be in the door. These are real life situations. Mm-hmm. Just had a conversation yesterday with someone, you know, and, and I don't know how I'm going to just keep on going. And, 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 I'm, and, I'm, and I'm tired and I took a nap today. And uh, well, Joe, what do you think of all that? You know, and I said, sounds like right on schedule. <laughs> <laughs> I said, come on, relax, take it easy. We're all going to die. You do the best you can with what you have. Mm. I mean, listen, you know, you want life to be easy. It's not. Mm. You know, what, what, what's the alternative? You want to be in the grave? Because you know what? I want to die with my boots on. Mm. Amen. You know, I, I, I'm not ready to go yet. My sons would love nothing better than for me to move down to Florida where they live, buy a condo and be 20 minutes from them and just enjoy life together. Mm. Doesn't that sound nice? Doesn't that sound wonderful? <laughs> I'm selling the St. Francis house. We're going down somewhere south. We're buying a farm. We're starting all over. Mm. That's what we're doing. Can you just pack that, unpack that for us? What Tell tell it's us about the go. leading with that and what, what's the vision? What is God saying and how, how did it come together? It's time to go, you know? New York is not what it was. It'll never be. 
back to where it was. This is my own opinion, mm. you know, and we can make a much better life. And, you know, there's nothing better than, uh, you know, the young guys at the St. Francis House. We'll be on a farm. I mean, what a great mm. place to, to get to know God. Right. And to have, and, you know, we have about 19 people who, who seem to want to be coming with us, and we're going to form, which I was not planning any of this, just, you know, it's not even my idea, is to form some, some like a, a community where we can all help each other. It's going to be a couple of cows, some pigs, chickens, and, you know, we're going to grow our own food. Mm. But it's something to do. And you know what? I'm going to be 70 on my next birthday. Wow. Yes, I'm tired. Very young 70. All these other- yeah, yeah. But, you know, the young guys, they'll keep you young or they'll tell you one or the other. <laughs> they go to the other route. <laughs> you know? uh-huh. But it's something, it, 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 it's a move, you know, that I think could benefit everyone and get closer to God. Mm-hmm. I really, truly believe in my heart of hearts, Greg and Stephanie, that this is a work of God, or I would not attempt it. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't do it. Every morning when I go to Mass, I pray in front of the Eucharist, Lord, please send us the right farm. Get us to the right farm, the one that you want us to, because we want to grow in Christ. Right. But you can't, you know, it's a little rough around here right now. I know over 33 or 35 families that have literally lost their businesses. Uh, wow through this and they're not coming back i said lord if you want us to go please sell this house very very quickly Mm. very quickly that's my prayer i'll take that as a sign put the house up four hours later there were five people who made an offer the house was sold in 48 hours wow Wow. i went to a meeting out in long island and uh, a couple of people i knew there and before i knew it they were all on board. Mm-hmm. And I, that happened so fast wow. that my head was spinning. These are people, Greg, who you probably even know through Youth 2000 30 years ago. Mm. It all seemed to come together 30 years later. Mm. I think that we're also going to uh, put a place up there uh, for priests. I'm sure that we're going to do that. The Lord has put that on my heart and reopen Trinity Retreat. Mm. Wow. In wow, what do you get? You got a rod and reel pulling on my soul right now. Trinity Retreat, of course, well, folks, as you know, I lived there with Father Benedict Rochelle for a year after college and Human Life International and discerning the priest in Steubenville, traveling around the country. Father Benedict invited me to spend a year of discernment and the retreat center is called Holy Trinity in Larchmont, New York, right there on the Sound. And that's where I met Joe Campos. So he's using uh, if you will, referring to common experiences that have been very blessed and anointed for us. And Joe, I just for a moment, wh- what is this revealing for these folks who are so ready to join you um, and who have a measure of success in the secular cultural world? What is this revealing about how the Holy Spirit is is moving in the minds and hearts of many? What's happening there? Many. Yeah, it's it's really beautiful. It's really beautiful. And if you trust God, you'll follow it. Mm. And I asked the Lord to stop me also. Just stop it. If this is all me or them or whatever, if it's not your will, you know, let it pass by us. It's okay. I don't need to be doing this, Greg. Mm. I I had a much different idea. However, I think it would be a great honor for Father Benedict. And since they closed Trinity Retreat, and I'm sure you're aware of that. I didn't know that. I did not know that. Yes, that's that was that was recent, and since that had happened during prayer uh, in front of the Blessed Sacrament, this is sort of what I was thinking, and I was asking Father Benedict if this would be okay if I sold the house and all these things, and just talking to him like I normally would. Mm-hmm. And this Beautiful. is what I feel the Lord had put on my heart, and Father Benedict put on my heart. And I will invite priests throughout the world. 
come and spend a week there on retreat. Of course, we'll have permission from the bishop and mm-hmm. so forth. And, and uh, we'll be able to build a chapel there. And we'll be able to have a place where people could uh, live in this insane uh, world that we live in, in these biblical times, uh, to support one another. I hope I'm not digressing, but I just want to jump back to the beginning of you sharing this, Joe. And as you talked about, you know, the devastation around you in New York. Um, I think a lot of our listeners, myself included, <laughs> struggle with like that, like, as I heard you say that, like, right away, I just go to this place of anger. And then I try to justify it as well, it's just anger or rationalize it. I mean, it's beautiful to see where the Lord has. How do I deal with it? I mean, and there's, there's plenty of anger there. You yeah, know? it's so wrong on so In many levels. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I call yes. it what the hellness. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. What helps me personally is every day we get closer to the triumph of the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Mm-hmm. That's what this means. Mm-hmm. This is going to happen. It is out of our control. Right. They're out of control. Mm-hmm. The whole thing's out of control. It's spinning out of control. You know, and so we're going to. Uh, put our boots on and we're not going to lie down, just take it and let somebody run over us. You know, I mean, you know, sharpen your swords if necessary. Mm-hmm. It's in scripture. Right. Right. God does not want us to be doormats for anyone. Amen. Get up and fight the good fight. We're going to have to make changes. We're going to have to be strong and back to perseverance. Mm. We're going to have to persevere in this. And you know what? Don't worry so much. Right. Don't worry so much. You know, a, a good child does what they're told, you know, mm-hmm. to the parents, because the parents love them so much. And that's called obedience. Mm-hmm. And I hope and pray that I'm being obedient to God, the Father Almighty, Creator mm-hmm. of heaven and earth, you know? Yes. <laughs> you know, and to, and to Our Lady. You know, I had my conversion experience over almost 35 years ago, and um, after 35 years, I think I'm just beginning to understand. Mm, beautiful. That's so beautiful. Isn't that how the Lord works? Right? And this is, wow. Yes, and this is it. Yeah. But honestly, I could tell you, like I teach the men here, men don't give up. I real men. Strong. You don't give up. Yeah, real men don't give up. You keep going. Mm. You know, if God stops you, God, God bless you. Mm-hmm. If God tells you to keep going, keep going. I said, prayer is not enough. Okay, prayer is not enough. Prayer without works, sorry, you're only halfway there. Right. You know, you have right. to get great results. I mean, listen, David had to pick up three stones, you mm. know? I mean, he had to show up and everything, but he had to actually throw them. Right. He had to do something, you know? And so, so are we. We're just small little, you know, people against, you know, the giant, but powered by the Holy Spirit. So, again, God does not lose battles. Amazing. You know, I also often like to tell people God always shows up at the last minute. Mm. But don't be so surprised. True. You know? So true. It's at the last minute. I mean, you know, here, here, here all the Jews, are, you know, they're yelling at Moses, this is where you bring us? We got mm. no place to go. There's the water. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to die. Yep. Oh, it opens up. Come on, let's go. Let's go. Everybody move, move, move. You know? Right. <laughs> I could just, I could almost hear it. In, in like a Brooklynese, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, and I, and I have to say, and I have to say, man is all well and good, but I would have appreciated some prime rib falling from the sky. I mean, it's just me. But he also does provide per what we really need and not what we want. Right, and here comes the Pharaoh, and there goes opening up the water. It's like what yeah. the heck, you know? I can see it as a movie, you know. <laughs> and, and, you and Cecil B. DeMille. And, and, 
Yeah, right. And, and the same, the same thing, the same thing with with uh, who am I thinking? Uh, uh, poor Noah. You know, mm. he's building the ark at the last second. <laughs> you know, they close the door. Mm-hmm. So God will show up again at the last second. I mean, it's what He does. And so, like, do not be afraid. Persevere mm. and just keep moving. You know, we've got to tread water. Well, you know, it's like I think Woody Allen said in one of his movies. It's like you know, uh, um, it's something to the effect of. I'm just paraphrasing. Is like uh, you know, if a shark stops swimming, it dies. It Ugh. can't breathe. And I right. think what we got on our hands here is a dead shark. You know, mm. mm-hmm. right? <laughs> you know, so we got to just keep moving and pray every single day, every day, and not be distracted. And pornography is one of the distractions. Mm. All of our wealth is one of the distractions. You know, but if you're not eating dinner with your family together. And pray first, you know, step one. You know, if you're not yeah. visiting the sacraments, mm. you would, what do you think is going to happen? You're going to weaken. We're going to break. Mm. We will break. Yes. I mean, Jesus specifically said, uh, I, I think it was to Peter that, you know, that, that Satan wants to sift you, you know, like flour. Mm. You know, and he has the ability to do it. And so there's only one way. There is only one way. We must stay strong in the sacraments. We must persevere and always remember that God does not lose battles. Amen. You got, it's, it's the time we're choosing sides. Yep. This is it. Amen. I like to say that there are kind of three R's. The epic R is revelation, not just some instruction, but Christ himself in the form of God. There's revelation, and with that revelation, we either reject or we receive. So, folks, as always, I anticipated some very savory grapes, but I have a full banquet here. Just an ordinary conversation. I do encourage all of you folks to, if you don't have a good friend like Joe, first of all, you do. Everybody's got a good friend, your spouse, hopefully, but others. Do you connect with them regularly to stay plugged in, to share meaningful, hard-hitting, sometimes challenging? If you really love each other, you're going to be real with each other. And I just wanted to open the door and give you the benefit of uh, of my friendship, uh, Steph's and my friendship with our brother Joe here. Joe, we're, we're coming in for a landing this episode, but um, do know of our thoughts and prayers deeply united with yours. And by that, I mean a pledge of, of our being attuned to how God is leading us in this new moment. It's a new moment because we've been blessed by new insights with you and we want to pray with you and how God is leading you but maybe we're called beyond just you know prayer and support to 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 be connected but before we land this plane I want to give you a 30 second stage you have the captive audience of the pope and every cardinal and bishop throughout the world and every priest they're all paying attention and I can do this for you live on the air and say you got 30 seconds what's burning in your heart to say to them on behalf of lay faith-filled, striving to be faith-filled people, go. You know, we, we hear the bishops and we hear the Pope uh, speak about, you know, just so many things, but they do not speak enough about all of these problems that we're suffering now within the church mm-hmm. are because of a broken families. Mm-hmm. It all starts and ends with the family. They must address family Mm -hmm. without that nothing is going to be fixed Mm -hmm. nothing you know if god's grace works through the family prayers families praying together this is what is the biggest battle today our lady in fatima said 
that the last battle between Satan and God will mm. be about the family. Yes. Mm-hmm. From that, every single problem that we are discussing, every challenge that we are discussing has come through the breakdown of the family. I was recently invited to a meeting at our church. They wanted to know how we can get more people back into mass. I said they want tradition. Listen mm-hmm. to me. You asked me to come here. They do not want pizza parties. <laughs> they do not want to pass around toilet paper rolls and say something, you know, like uh, <laughs> they don't want that. It's corny. Okay. This is a very sophisticated, educated generation that we have mm. that are being dumbed down. But the most important thing is family. Mm. We are not working on bringing back the family. Without that, more problems will continue. You are absolutely right. The cornerstone of civilization. Folks, with that, I'm just so grateful that you were with us tonight and going to shamelessly take the opportunity of Joe's very important punctuation of family, 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 to whomever, whatever leaders, and encourage you who are listening to put that flag in the sand. Yes, the mass from which all the graces flow. Yes, the rosary, by all means. But make the time for the relational encounter at the heart of ritual. Make the time for it to happen. And we find over the years, it we just let it escape us. If we don't declare, okay, on Wednesday at such and such time or Saturday morning, we are going to gather for a meaningful, fun way of opportun- uh, opportunity to connect relationally based upon subsequent Sunday readings. Use our Live It Gathering Guide. Those who do this, proclaim its impact at ilovemyfamily.us. New every week based upon the Sunday readings. And we do invite you to continue to join us on this journey ever deeper into the heart of God uh, to, to abundance, to overflow, to all those around us. So until next time, God bless you.